Hello, good evening. My name is Richard. This is Over and Over and Over Again. And we're back on our regular Friday night slot for the Arsenal Women's Show this week. We're back. It's only, obviously, there's no games coming up this weekend, so we probably won't be here next Friday. But we are going to be now regularly on a Friday evening. A lot to talk about, obviously. Two big, massive games this week there was for the Arsenal Women. Two fantastic results as well. Two great performances. Um, so we've got that to talk about. Obviously, there is a Champions League draw coming up on Monday. So we'll have a look ahead to that as well. Potentially, we could get that kind of thing who we want to get, uh, ideally, and stuff like that. Um, and uh, so both those two games had quite a lot of talking points. So a lot to get through. Let's get cracking. And as you can see, we have got a full house of the regular panellists with us, which is fantastic. Um, I don't know whether you saw our vlog from the Tottenham game. Of course, everybody was there. We all got on the on the vlog. Good to see you, all you guys. Obviously, Andreas, first of all, good to see you again. Obviously, Sig, well, no, only, what, six days since we actually were, we met in person. And there we are again. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy your, your days uh, in London that you had? Of course, I enjoyed my time in London. I, I... I saw a fantastic match in the and I saw the match with King's Meadow, Chelsea versus Man City. So, yeah, football busy times in London and then back back to Germany, to Munich. Uh, I saw yesterday live uh, Munich versus, yeah, so uh, I had busy football days, but it's great to be back here in the show. Yeah, no, it's been a busy week. I think we've all been busy this week. Matt, as well, good to see you again, obviously, after last week. And you've been pretty busy watching more women's football as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it. So, obviously, coming down from North London Derby, then Merseyside Derby, bit of a really annoying day, to be honest, for that, because that was just ridiculous. Just, yeah. uh, I'll try and keep it short, but it was a bit really mental. With There were last-minute things about the stadium being bagless. Um, yeah. You're not allowed to bring in a bag of hot. That's bigger than eight five, which is half <laughs> or piece of paper. Postage stamp. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's talking about unless you unless you've got like a site. I've just got um, if you've got a wallet or something like that. That's literally all you're allowed in. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, and then going off to Walton Hall Park yesterday to go and see Geo again. Yeah. Uh, keeping up with Ajax, uh, the Champions League games as well. I think that's. So it's been pretty much here, there and everywhere across Liverpool as well. So looking forward to, to uh, Sunday as well, because I might be going to Marines, but pre-Limarine Cup game. Gee, wow. uh, so I'll get to go and see the old goals again that I used to help out. Sure they exposed, they exposed a few years back, didn't they? Yeah, uh, the men's did, yeah. But the yeah. Last, last season was their first FA Cup and they got uh, got knocked out. Yeah, that's brilliant. It sounds like you've got another a busy weekend. Obviously, there's no um, there's no WSL game this weekend, of course. So it's good that you can get out and about and still see some women's football, which is nice. Um, and Emma, as well, good to see you again after um, I say meeting up last last weekend. Yeah, it was it was good to see everybody. Even though I was a bit late initially, good to see you all after to rush off and then do a hectic week. But yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, Followed the Chelsea game on Wednesday and then yesterday, funnily enough, I just put on YouTube and guess what showed? The Bayern Sociedad that game. So I just went and rewinded back and saw the goals. And yeah, they played some lovely stuff as well. So 
Yeah, they'll be a threat to anybody going forward. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a bit of a bit of a break now for the internationals. If the our players don't get injured, and yeah, and this time next week I'll be sopping up the fantastic atmosphere with the England USA. So a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's going to be a, a fantastic game as well. Um, and obviously, the, I suppose the best place to start really is obviously rewinding a, a week or so ago to the Emirates, a record-breaking day in the sunshine in North London. I mean, it was just a, an amazing occasion, really, wasn't it? You know, the, the crowd... Um, you know, the Emirates being that full for a, a women's WSL game was just incredible, wasn't it? And it just goes to show, doesn't it, how the game's grown so quickly in the last year or so. To be able to get a crowd that big for a WSL game is just never thought that would ever happen. You know, uh, we played at the Emirates, of course, before and it's been half empty, really, hasn't it? So to get that many people in was brilliant. It was a fantastic performance as well from the team, which helped, you know, dominated the game from start to finish. Beating Tottenham 4-0 was always nice, and whether it's men, <laughs> whether it's under 4, it doesn't matter. Um, so that was great as well. Everything about the day really was was almost perfect. And of course, meeting up with all you guys as well, and Adam as well, and, and Lee Judges and a few other people. It's just a great day yeah. all round. I mean, Andreas, what did you make of it? I mean, it was a great performance from Arsenal, which was the most important thing. In front of that crowd, they had to perform, didn't they? And we did. Yeah, as you said, really a perfect day. Uh, everything fitted perfectly, the atmosphere, the crowd, the 47,000 people. Uh, just the feeling to go to the Emirate, as I said uh, on, on Saturday, to go to the Emirate for a women's match and then to see two hours before the match uh, all these people around. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a feeling as if, if it's a men's match. So, and mm. that's uh, as Beth Mead uh, afterwards said in the interview, uh, we want to be that the new normal. Yes, why mm. not? Uh, a women's uh, game is worth going there and watching it. And I hope that many, many of the spectators who came for the first time to women's match have said, oh, this is very good football, the atmosphere is great, I'll come again. And uh, the match uh, was perfect. Uh, I think it was the best performance from, from our team in the season. Uh, we dominated from the first minute. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, the Spurs had one or two shots uh, on goal, and one, one had to, uh, yeah, one one reaction from her. But, but oh, the other time we were dominating, and we had a lot of chances. Was very well played, and uh, yeah, perfect day, perfect result. And uh, as I said, uh, many many of them of the uh, spectators who were there for the first time will come again. And it's great that there will be five more matches at the Emirates now that we secured the Champions League. Uh, yeah, so the game will grow and, and uh, yeah, we must keep this this momentum and this atmosphere. It was great. It was, yeah. And I, what Arsenal did well this time, and maybe they didn't, they learned from the mistakes of last season, the way they promoted this game. You know, obviously yeah. making uh, making the most of the Euros, what happened there, and the real uplift in women's football anyway. But I thought they promoted that game really, really well, actually. And it just goes to show, doesn't it, with the right marketing, women's football can fill stadiums. And that's what, you know, other clubs now need to follow that as well. I mean, there was a big crowd. Obviously, you was at, Matt, you was at the Liverpool, Liverpool game at Anfield, wasn't it? I mean, I know there was a few issues there with other bits and pieces, which you mentioned on the blog that you did. But... Um, it was quite a big crowd there, wasn't it? Thirty odd thousand at Anfield for for the, for the um, Merseyside derby as well. So it just goes to show, doesn't it? If it's marketed in the right way, people will come and watch it, won't they? 
Oh, you made it. Right, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was just shy of 27,000, I think. So yeah. just missing out on that 30,000. But yeah, um, I think that is the overall the biggest WSL um, attendance across a weekend. So that's nearly roughly, you could fit all the fans into Wembley Stadium. That was how many people attended those games, considering that Kings Meadow was one of the stadiums as well. Mm. Um, that's a huge boost. I, I think we do want to see that, but like we saw, I think the main problem at the moment is what we saw at Anfield with kids running around on the pitch. One growing adult yeah. deciding to do it as well. Um, <laughs> it was it was not nice to see, and it was also adding into time, added time, but. It was just one of those things that's going to happen and they weren't prepared for it. So this is the next step, really, not just the development of the, the uh, league itself, development for stewards to understand there's going to be situations like this. In the past. We saw it last season as well in the Champions League at Kings Menlo, funny enough. Uh, it's funny that it never happens to Arsenal fans. Arsenal fans seem to be fine. They're <laughs> yeah. running around. It seems to be every every yeah. other club. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But no, and even yesterday at Wharton Hall Park, I just even scoring that last minute winner. No one decided to go around jumping on that pitch. They were they were just happy, stamping. Oh, you know, got players coming over and high five and saying, "Yes, we did it." Um, so it's just amazing to see that there is some dignity in the game and just it only takes a couple of idiots to spoil it for everyone else i'm afraid it does yeah and i guess that that's one of the downsides to getting a bigger audience it's going to lead to the, the opportunity for more of those kind of people to come to the games and we don't really want to see that but ultimately it's almost inevitable unfortunately isn't it? bigger crowds are going to lead to that but you're right i mean you know arsenal had fifty thousand, almost fifty thousand at the emirates on saturday there was no bother, there was no trouble, there was no hassle. I, I do feel as though you, you made a good point in your vlog at, um, from Anfield about maybe when it comes to the organisation of these games in the bigger stadiums, when there's, you know, maybe the people that are organising it aren't used to the big crowds as much because they're used to maybe dealing with the women's games before. And maybe there's a few problems in, at the moment that need to be ironed out. And I think it will as time goes on. And maybe these games are hosted in these bigger stadiums more often. But yeah... You know, the Emirates wasn't too bad. I mean, the, the bag search thing at the Emirates is always a pain anyway. And unfortunately, sometimes, you, you know, you bring a bag with you because you need to, especially if you're travelling a long way and stuff like that. And it takes you hours to get in because they've got to search your bags and all this kind of stuff. And um, it, it's it's necessary, I guess, but maybe there must be quicker ways they can do it. I don't know. We seem to be in a queue when we were waiting to get in and they, they were searching... Um, you had one person searching all the bags. It's like, well, put three or four people on, you can get through a lot quicker. It's like one yeah. person doing it, and then it was building up. It's like, come on, you know, just stick a few more people on for the bag searches, and it will get done quicker. And then you don't get the frustrations and the long queues and stuff. So, but yeah, no. I think these things maybe will start to ease themselves in as, as we go along, hopefully. But yeah, I mean, the Emirates was well organized overall. I felt it was decent, uh, uh, you know, unlike the, the experience that you had at Anfield, which didn't sound too clever, did it? With everything that went on there. Yeah unfortunately. Um, but again, it's lessons to be learned, hopefully, and Liverpool may well hopefully pick up from that, and next time they host a game at Anfield, it will be a lot better, and it will be a lot better organised, and everyone can have a better experience, because yeah, it's no good, is it, if, you, if you're going through stuff like that. It's, it's not really it's not really great, is it, when you've got to leave stuff that you know that you brought with you, because you're not allowed to take it in the stadium, and you didn't know that you wasn't allowed to. It's just crazy, really. But, 
maybe this is where we're heading. Maybe you won't be allowed to take anything in the stadium soon. Just to sell. That's it. You know, and that will be allowed. But we'll see. Hopefully, it won't come to that because, you know, um, it's ridiculous. But, um, but yeah, hopefully, I'll say they'll they'll learn from that and it won't happen again and it'll be better next time. Let's hope it is. And, but well, well, well done to Arsenal. I do want to say that for the organisation of that game, the promotion of the game, everything about it was brilliant. And that's how that's how women's football can be. Can't it? You know, playing at the big stage, it can be like that. You can get a big crowd in, it can be a great atmosphere. You know, playing against Tottenham as well, you, you know, you know the problems there can be in the men's going off and play Tottenham. None of that, you know, it's brilliant. And it, well done, everybody, for who's involved in it at Arsenal. Fantastic. I mean, Amber, obviously, you were there with us on Saturday. Um, it, was, it was a great game as well, wasn't it? And I think that was one of the most important things for me. It would have been a, if it had been a nil nil draw or Arsenal had lost, it would have been, you know, all that big crowd, it would have been wasted, wasn't it? But the fact that we played so well, we won the game. And as Andreas rightly said, it should mean, hopefully, a lot more of those people are going to buy tickets for the next game that the Emirates coming up. And hopefully, they'll come to Meadow Park as well. Yeah, I mean, when they market the big games as they do, as they have done the last few seasons with them, is you want yeah. them to put on a show, and they're always keen to do that. And um, with the style of football that they've been following, not just the men's team, well, maybe less of the men's team, the women's team in the last few years, have been known, even under Joe, but Jonas has taken to the next level, that they're keen to put on the show. And from minute one, they were absolutely brilliant. They never allowed Tottenham to yeah. settle. Barely got out of their own half. I don't remember Manny Rupert doing one comfortable save in the second half, and dominated pretty much from the off against a pretty good Spurs side who you said it rightly yourself on Saturday or then they're going to be they're going to be ruffling a few feathers this season and brushed the brush them aside as easily as we did and when um, when you take into account the improvements they've made the last few seasons was mighty impressive and it could easily have been more and uh, overall yeah they, they never looked unduly troubled and yeah hopefully with the champions league games coming up and the games against chelsea and manchester United, they can encourage even more people to uh to attend the games at the emirates so i don't know what they said the official attendance was about six thousand less than the number of tickets sold but hopefully yeah they can continue to be in that region and encourage more people to come down to watch the games later in the season assuming they're keen now now that now that they're keen keener followers of women's football in general yeah, and I, mean, I think it was, you know, obviously it's important that women's football does cash in, if you like, on the Euro success because um, this is it's never going to get better than that, is it? England winning the tournament at, at Wembley. Um, yeah. It's never, ever going to be a better opportunity to really push women's football. And that seems to be what's happening so far, early part of this season, of course, still. But that seems to be what's happening. And let's hope that that momentum can keep going and it doesn't fade off as the season goes on. I don't think it will for Arsenal because I think we're going to have a good season. But um, hopefully it carries on elsewhere as well. And all the clubs get bigger attendances this season. And, you know, we start to see that the bigger grounds um, filling up. And we've got Terry in the chat, as always. He says, good evening, Rich, the giraffe. And Rich's make-believe friend sitting in the middle of the screen. Yeah, well, my make-believe friend, he had to pull out again because unfortunately that's work. And I knew you'd say that. I did say to him when he said to me earlier that he couldn't make it tonight after all. I said, you know, Terry's going to not believe that you're even here, a real person. But he did say he's going he's gonna to appear on the channel very soon. So you just have to be patient, Terry. He is, he is real. He will be here. He's just had a few issues with work at the minute, but we'll see. Um, Terry says also, am I looking very dapper, nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you did save him to get a haircut, and he did, and it does look very smart, even yeah. though it made him a bit late at the, on Saturday for the game so he had to queue up. But anyway, it was good. Um, and Terry says, the Everton fans singing were no Beatles. <laughs> it, was, no, it, was, it was good, though. I thought that, it was quite nice, actually, at the end when yeah. Everton came over and you know the fans were singing. I thought it was really good, actually. And that's what you want to see, don't you? That's what you want to see. Yeah. I'm going to have to head off now, so... Yeah. All the best for the show and hopefully see uh, speak to you all in a couple of weeks. Yeah, take it easy. Have a good evening and a good weekend. Speak to you later, mate. Cheers.
Does sorry, just quick question. I'm a bit off topic, but does does Jason actually have a long neck? Is that why he's referring to him as a giraffe? No, it's Andreas is a giraffe because he's so. Oh, cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jason, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Well, no, Terry hasn't seen Jason, has he? So he doesn't know oh, he exists. So he's not going to. He's not going to know, is he? Whether oh, no, it's only because Andreas is so tall, isn't he? That's why. That, that's what it is. Although maybe the, the issue is maybe Andreas isn't really that tall. It's just that every time he's with us, we're, we're a lot shorter, so he looks tall. Maybe, <laughs> Yeah, 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 when you see me, actually, I don't have a big neck, but still giraffe. I think that's going a bit far, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think he's not quite that tall, is he? I mean, that picture that we took was quite good. Obviously, Andreas is up, is up there a bit, but anyway, it's uh, it's always good fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, obviously, it was it was a great it was a great day on Saturday all round. A great performance, a great win. Um, obviously, keep keeps us top of the table. Even though Chelsea have played a game more now, we're still top of the league ahead of them. So that that's a good sign, isn't it? With a game in hand, so we like um, the sound of that. Now, of course, after Tottenham. There was um, what you could say was probably an even bigger game, actually, on, on Wednesday in Amsterdam because the whole future of our Champions League um, season rested on getting the right result over there. And, of course, in the end, we just about did it. And, of course, I suppose it had to be Viv who got the goal, didn't it? Back in yeah. her home nation, it was obvious it was going to be her to have the biggest influence on the game. But um, before the football even started, there was some strange goings on, it seemed, um, with the size of the goal. Now, I mean, <laughs> what on earth is that? What on earth was going on there? I mean, I, I, I can't believe that that happened. It was just the, the weirdest thing I've ever, I've ever known happen in football, really. I mean, if they were doing it on purpose, I can't see the point because obviously it makes it harder for them to score as well, not just us. Unless they were hoping for penalties, I don't know. And just a nil-nil draw, I don't know. But or was it, as they said, a mistake? I mean, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's quite a big mistake, isn't it? A ten centimeters off the size of the goal is actually quite a quite a big mistake. I personally feel that it needs to be investigated. Quite honestly, um, yeah. and had it not been for the Arsenal staff member who kind of pointed it out that actually this goal seems a bit small because they could reach the crossbar if they hadn't noticed that that game would probably have been played with the wrong size goals and that would have been for a Champions League game that would have been just incredible wouldn't it I mean I mean Andreas what did you make of that because I've never known anything like it have you no it's impossible that that uh, such a thing happens on the big European stage I mean, it's it's not a friend a friendly match no. in, in grassroots or something. It, it's Champions League, Champions League qualifiers, and Ajax Amsterdam. It's a big European club. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't understand what happened there, and uh, I can only think that it was it was a silly mistake because uh, they they had uh, they wouldn't have any advantage of this. Uh, but but what? What uh, would have been uh, if nobody realizes this mm -hmm. uh, all the match or during the match, uh, only after the match? Uh, would there have been a replay or... <sighs> I couldn't understand. But the other thing was uh, what happened uh, five minutes before the end after uh, Beth was injured. Uh, yeah. This is impossible too, uh, that the fourth <laughs> official first says, uh, yes, you can you can make a concussion sub. And then when, when Lina was prepared to come in, uh, she says, oh no, you are not allowed. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no. Absolute madness! It can't Mad. happen on on this stage. On it's it's the biggest UEFA stage for for women's football, the Champions League. Impossible! Mm. How can a fourth official not be aware how the rules are? And now I read the the rules are that no concussion subs are allowed uh, by UEFA matches. 
So uh, fortunately, <laughs> Jonas didn't bring Lina in because uh, Ajax would have uh, protested against this. Yes, and maybe, point, yeah. maybe yeah. Uh, we, we would have lost uh, the match. Uh, so uh, strange situations and unbelievable in, in Champions League. But uh, for us, the only thing that counts is we have one, one nil and, and we are through. So let's forget about all this yeah. chaos and <laughs> look forward to the to the Champions League. And for for Viv, yeah. it, it's the greatest that could happen. She's a lifelong Feyenoord uh, fan and <laughs> Feyenoord fan uh, to score the decisive goal against Ajax, which knocks Ajax out. This is perfect yeah. for Viv. <laughs> and, well, you, you, you can see her celebration. That actually, you know, she doesn't celebrate often, does she? But she celebrated yeah. that goal. You knew how much it meant to her. Celebrate a little bit, yes. <laughs> but yeah. for her. It was it was a real celebration, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for her it was a, it was a big celebration for, for Viv, wasn't it? Because she doesn't <laughs> celebrate at all. Yeah, uh, it was for her, and it was obviously a massive moment for the yeah. club. I mean, I was yes. a little bit surprised that Beth started on the bench. Mm. I've got to be honest, and Katie McKay was was sort of right hand side, which isn't a natural position, and I felt as though we lacked a little bit of balance. Um, in our attacking play, certainly in the first half, when you know when when Beth was on the bench, I thought it was a bit of a strange decision by you. Obviously, it paid off. We won the game, and you know it's fine now when we look back on it. But I was a little bit shocked when I saw the team lineup and the fact that Katie was on the on the right because it, it's, I know she's played on the right in in some of the other games. She you know she's moved over to the right hand side on on, on at times, and um, but yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised by that. And of course, um, that terrible terrible injury that Beth got at the end of that oh. game. I mean that was horrible, wasn't it? I mean when you when you saw it in slow motion, it was like wow. Actually, for me, that should have been a red card. Did you think so, Andreas? Did you think that should have been a red card? It was a horrible action, and, and everybody was was feeling the pain. Uh, yeah. It was as if I was feeling the pain myself when when she was lying on the floor, and and you saw that that she was nearly in tears uh, when when she went out. So, uh, but I don't think it was. Intentional and, and um, no, no, I wouldn't say that it's a red card. Although it was was a horrible action, but uh, the the Ajax player uh, could have hurt herself too. And I don't think yeah. that was her intention to hurt uh, Beth. No, 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 it wasn't. I know. I don't think she intended to hurt. I just think it was um, very late. And had it not been a, a head collision, if it had been a tackle that was that late, mm. I think it would have been a red card. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a dangerous tackle, you know, a normal kind of tackle, as opposed to it being a, a sort of a, a head challenge. I yeah. think maybe it would have been a red card. So, yeah, it wasn't intentional. No, I don't. I don't assume it was. I think she was genuinely trying to head the ball, and Beth got there first and headed it away, and she was already already halfway to heading it herself. So, yeah, it was an unfortunate accident, but. It was a terrible, terrible foul, a terrible challenge, and unfortunately, Beth came out of that uh, at the worst for wear. But luckily, we understand that she was okay, and you know yeah. she seems to be fine. I'm sure she'll be she'll be fit soon, and be able to play again and for England or whatever. So yeah, not not uh, not as serious as it might have been. But of course, there was a slightly more serious concern injury wise. Was of course um, Rafaela Souza, who went off quite early in that game. Again, it was a bit of a bad challenge on her actually, and you know she went off against Tottenham. I mean, Emma, what did you make of of that? Because that looked. That looks to be a lot more serious issue long term, doesn't it? With with Rafa being out because she's so important for us, and that didn't look a very nice challenge, did it, on her for that injury? Funnily enough, I was actually probably having having my dinner halfway through the game, so I actually didn't see the tackle itself. Now, I'm not joking, I was because that's around the time I actually have my dinner. But no, I uh, I wanted I from what I heard, it wasn't a great challenge, so I didn't no. see it. But um, 
Yeah, no, ankle injuries aren't great, and I hope it's not too serious. But uh, I would uh, not want to go off topic again, but I have to give a lot of credit to Lotta Ruben Moy, who, when she came in, was absolutely yeah. superb. Looked yeah. really solidified the back line and looked as if she, no, she was. She's not in 23, but she's looked like she's been doing for a lot longer. When she came in, she was absolutely superb and really composed, and yeah, just like, like we've known her to be down the years at Arsenal. And yeah, as, uh, she's a more than capable replacement. And um, if Rafa was to be injured long term, but hopefully it's not too serious. And uh, we wait to uh, we wait to see what the outcome of that is. But now going to that tackle, I don't know if you actually watch rugby, but on this thing they have this thing called mitigating circumstances, where if somebody doesn't try to play the if the tackler doesn't try to play the ball and they try to make well, once it was deliberate contact to the head. But I've seen red cards given for that in rugby. So I know it's a totally different sport, but maybe they should introduce this thing in football where sometimes maybe they don't have, if they don't, I don't know if they'll introduce it called mitigating circumstances, but if they don't make any um, genuine attempt to play the ball, and you could see, I even thought as well, she's not playing the ball. If you make deliberate contact with Beth's head, it could easily have been, you could even ask her for it to be referred to somebody, but football is still a bit behind in that sense, but maybe they should follow Rugby's example and introduce that, as well as a concussion substitute. Yeah, I mean, we obviously have con concussion substitutes in, in our leagues, don't we? So, um, and I think obviously um, Jonas assumed that there was going to be one in that game, as I did watching the game. You thought, well, obviously, you know, we can make an extra substitution now because, because of that. And then uh, they didn't allow it to happen. And I was, again, another strange decision, as we said before, uh, madness really, that we wasn't allowed to, to do that because obviously Beth couldn't carry yeah. on. It was impossible for her to play on. And that could have been important because had our Ajax scored, we would have had to have played extra. I know extra time you get another sub, don't you? So we, we could maybe, have, so. yeah, so. we could maybe have done it in extra time. But you know, you shouldn't have come to that, should it? Because we shouldn't have been down to ten players. We should have been able to keep our eleven on the pitch due to that fact. So yeah, a lot of strange things went on that night. But ultimately, as Andreas rightly said, we got the result, and that was the most important. We had to win that game. And yes, it was. I thought we played well. I thought it was a good professional performance. Um, we didn't create as many chances as I thought we were going to, or we want to. Uh, we want to kind of, um, you know, um, sort of um, create. But ultimately, we did enough to. I thought over the two legs, we were the better, the better team. Yeah, Apart yeah. from the first half of the first leg, I thought the rest of it, we were the better team. We did have the better chances, and we did deserve to go through. And. Yes, it was a good test for us. It was a difficult game again, but we went there and, and got... A, and that was good for me, you know, going away from home, not good weather conditions, a few other issues going against us, finishing yeah, with 10 players, and we still got the job done And we, when we had to win, and we found a way to win. And that's something that we may well have to do a lot this season if we're going to be successful. We're going to have to find a way to win when maybe um, there are things against us, as there was on that particular night. So I was really impressed with how we played, um, the job that we did. And uh, yeah, and you're right, Amar. Lots of movement. My I thought was brilliant when she came on. Again, you know, she's she came into the team last season. She had to play when obviously when Rafa was injured, and she was brilliant then as well at the end of the season. And she came on in that big game, an important game at a difficult time. It was nil nil at the time. It was in the first half. A lot of lot still to play, and um, she came in and she was brilliant. Yeah, and that's that's good to see. And yeah, she would be a good stand-in if she has to be. If 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 Rafa's injured and she's out of the team. Um, we don't have to worry too much. I don't feel as though the balance is quite the same. I think, you know, having Rafa as a left-footed defender maybe gives mm -hmm. us a bit more balance. But ultimately, um, Lotta can come in and do a great job, as she did. And, that's you know, she deserves a lot of credit for that because she was brilliant. But for me, I don't know what you thought, Andreas. I thought our best player on the night was Caitlin Ford. I thought she was phenomenal against Ajax. The work rate that she put in, she just 
she was just everywhere. She battled for every single ball. She showed some quality as well. Unlucky not to score a couple of goals. I mean, what did you make of Caitlin Ford's performance? Because I, I just thought she was brilliant. Yeah, uh, at that point, to say one word to Lota, it, it was a very difficult situation for her. Uh, mm. She was dropped out of the uh, English squad uh, yeah. before, and she hasn't played many minutes, and then coming in in such a match, and uh, as she uh, said uh, afterwards, uh, in front of her uh, family, of the, of the Dutch part of her family. So yeah. it was a difficult and special situation for her, and she really did well. Uh, so uh, I think we can all be happy for her. So uh, and, uh, I think we, we need her now for the next weeks in, in the starting lineup as yes. I see Rafa will be out for four, four to six weeks. But uh, to yeah. your question about uh, Caitlin, yeah, uh, the last matches uh, showed why it's, it was so important uh, to give her a, a contract extension. She is, she is uh, um, yeah, such a great player for us and um, yeah, she added, added so much uh, to the team in the last matches. And yeah, against Ajax, she was great. But I think uh, against the Spurs, uh, she was very strong too. And uh, yeah. they different positions on the wings uh, than uh, we had a match uh, as a number nine. And she always brings a lot of workload for the team. And she's mm. uh, a goal threat always. Uh, so uh, for, for the opponents, it's difficult to defend her ways because she's everywhere on the pitch on the attacking line and, and she works hard for the team so um, a lot of credit for, for Caitlin and she started very very well in this season uh, I'm happy that that we will see her uh, for two more years or how long she extended out but yeah Terry says uh, I didn't think we looked like we were going to lose the game yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't feel we we didn't look like we were going to lose the game. But you know, when it's so tight, anything can happen. You know, you, you can concede a goal as we had the week before. You know, a couple of sloppy goals we conceded. So it was always in the back of my mind that you know the job certainly wasn't done. We needed to to see it through. And yeah, I, I never I never felt we would lose. But ultimately, it was always there, wasn't it? The possibility was always there right up until the end. So. Um, it was uh, we had to dig in, but yeah, I thought Caitlin has been brilliant this season. Actually, she she finished yeah. last. In fact, since since the Asia Cup when she came back yeah. last season, she was brilliant, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. And she's she brought that into this season as well. And I I just thought against Ajax, I just thought she was unbelievably brilliant. You know, everything that she did, she worked so hard. And of course, it was her work that led to the goal as well, wasn't it? Winning the ball back, yes. um, and creating that opportunity. She did the same against Tottenham. Didn't she created yeah. that goal by winning the ball back and you know pressing high. Um, so yeah, she's perfect for the way we want to play, and you know it's brilliant to see because you know we all we all love Caitlin, and you're right, and and Vaz, giving her that new contract has, has been a brilliant yeah. decision by the club, and it was so important that we kept her, and you can see the benefits already this season. She hasn't scored yet, but you know it won't be long. <laughs> playing like she is, she's going to get a few more goals. Absolutely. Um, what she'll do. Um, was in the chat as well. Doing, good to see you again. Um, he says the Ajax striker who played at the back pass. Uh, from holding the ball, which nearly led to a goal. We need to get her in the next um, transfer. Um, was that the one, uh, Leitcher, who scored both the goals in the first game? I mean, she's a good, good player. I, mean, I thought they had they had two or three good players, Ajax, I thought. They weren't a bad side, actually. Right. They, were very, they were very physical. They had a bit of pace about them. Um, and they were a decent team. So to get past them was was a good was a good effort, actually, over two legs. Uh, yeah, we, we were favourites before. We spoke about that the, the other week, didn't we? We said we should go through. 
Um, and maybe Ajax gave us a bit more of a test than we assumed. I thought we thought it'd be a little bit more comfortable than it was. But ultimately, the most important thing is that we got the job done and we're in to the group stage, which, which was which was so But I mean, Emma, what have you been making of... Um, what did you make of the decision to leave Beth out then at the starting lineup? Because I was... I couldn't believe when I saw the team. I was looking at it about three times. I'm thinking, where's, where's Beth in that team? Oh, she's not there. And it took me up for a while to register. Yeah. I mean, that's a shock, wasn't it? It was a big shock at the time. You could argue that the, with the workload she's been getting and, you know, she started the game against Brighton and Tottenham. I, know, I suppose Stina would do a start. I know it's in such a big game, but I know Stina brings that extra off the bench as well. I know maybe she's not maybe been in the same kind of sort of form as Beth has been, but I thought she worked extremely hard as well. And uh, yeah, and you could say she celebrated the goal more than Viv did initially, but then, then we put her mouth wide open. Yeah, it was good to see a bit of passion from her, and then normally, but yeah. But um, I think they, everything almost conspired against us, if you think, in that game. Even the weather was terrible, the concur- the goals were wrong side, the concussion substitutes. It reminds me back to a situation a few years ago when um, I seem to remember a referee got um, suspended for trying to for trying to decide um, um, which way the team was shooting by playing. Well, paper scissors or something. I don't know if you remember that. But <laughs> yeah, I remember that. that was, yeah, that was a, that was hilarious. <laughs> they tried to decide the kickoff by rock paper scissors. But now going back to the selection of Beth, it would have surprised a few. But I, um, I was I thought she could come on later in the game and bring that added uh, added extra that we needed. We never really looked at under any threat apart from the one chance they had, which went wide. But yeah, it was good that she's recovered in the end. But I suppose it goes to show that other people in the squad deserve the opportunity as well. I thought Stina took it well, and and um, and as you say, Caitlin was probably man of the match. She really uh, worked worked hard, and the ball retains the ball really well, especially when she works down that left hand side with Steph. Yeah. You know, her game inside out as well. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, it goes it, it goes to show the test. It's testament to the squad and. Uh, depth that we have now and um, hopefully you can use that going forward yeah exactly and you know and I think you're right actually that the fact that we could leave Beth out of the starting lineup in a, in a massive game and still get the right result just goes to show that we have got that strength in depth you know and, and I think we're all a little bit worried at the start of the season thinking well we don't really have another naturally right-sided player to play in Beth's place and it was a bit of a concern because, you know, as well as best playing, you can't expect to play every single match in every single competition. It's not possible. You know, it's just not possible to do. So I was a bit concerned at what we would do if Beth wasn't available. And we've kind of found out, you know, I don't think Katie McCabe is the, the best option that we've got. Um, really, she did OK. I don't think it's I don't think we're getting the, going to get the best out of her if we play her there very often. Personally, I don't think it's her best position. She can play it, but I don't think you get the best out of her there. But... Um, no, she did a she did a decent job for the team and it, it you know it helped us to to get the result that we needed. So yeah, it does go to show we have got a bit more strength in depth maybe than we think. A few more options. Players can play in different positions. They're quite flexible. A lot of them, which yeah. is good. And hopefully, um, you know that that's that's what we need um, to to help us obviously through. It's going to be a big season, isn't it? At the end of the day, we know that, and it's just a matter of making sure that we um, continue to rotate the players sensibly. You know, Steena got left out of starting lineup against Tottenham. Beth got left yeah. out of the starting lineup against Ajax, um, and who knows who's going to be left out of the starting lineup in the next game? It, it could be any of them. You know, we, you know, we might, Rat might be out anyway, injured as we expect. So um, we'll have to see. But yeah, obviously, as, as a result of beating Ajax, what it means, of course, is on Monday there's quite an exciting, uh, quite an exciting day for us on Monday because <laughs> it is the Champions League draw, and we are in it, which is fantastic. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Now, Matt, of course, earlier did share with us the pops of the, the draw. Yes. Um, so basically, pot A is Leon, Barcelona, Wolfsburg, and Chelsea. So all the easy teams. We don't. We don't mind them. <laughs> nice and easy. Um, uh, pot B is PSG, Bayern, Slavia Prague, and of course Arsenal. Um, pot C is um, actually using Pot C. I know Juventus, um, Real Madrid, St. Patton, and oh Rosengard. Sorry, and St. Poulton. Yeah, St. Poulton. That's right. Yeah, uh, St. Poulton, yeah. And then group, group well, Pop B, sorry, is Zurich, um, Benfica, Roma, and Valencia, Vel- whoever they are. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Valencia, yeah. It's difficult, name. Yeah, Valencia. So, um, I mean, uh, Andreas, I know it, we get one from each group, don't we? That's uh, what our group will work out to, isn't it? One from each pot, I mean, will be our group, yeah. won't it? So, um, out, of, out of pot A, then, Leon, Barca, Wolfsburg, we can't get Chelsea because it's the English team. Um, who would you prefer out of those three? Because I mean, it's going to be difficult. Whoever, whoever it is, let's be honest. Yeah, they are all top teams, but I would prefer uh, Lyon. Uh, I don't want to play against Barca again because we had no chance last year, and I don't think that uh, will change. Uh, and uh, Wolfsburg, uh, you know that I don't like them, and uh, the way they played against us in the in the quarterfinals last year was so physical and. Yeah, uh, we, we suffered a lot, and uh, it was not not, uh, not good to watch uh, because they they destroyed the way we want to play by their physicality. And I would prefer not to meet them in the group stage. So Lyon, I saw them against Bayern Munich in group stage last season, and Bayern won the home match one nil, lost one uh, two in in Lyon. But uh, this shows uh, they are beatable, and uh, they they like to play. Uh, a good football, but um, I think uh, we we could we could come into the match against Lyon and and play our football because it, it's possible to play. Uh, they are not so dominant as Barcelona is, so this would be my choice. Um, not not saying that that we we have to beat them, but we have a chance against Lyon. So uh, and and we haven't played them uh, for for a long while. It would be nice to play them, and and they are the count holders. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, attractive uh, name, and uh, yeah, could fill uh, the Emirates again more than more than Wolfsburg, Barcelona, or Lyon. Uh, the attendance will be higher than yeah. Wolfsburg. That's yeah. not a big name for 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 the normal football fans. No, no, you're right. I mean. You know, you say you'd rather face Leon and Barcelona, but of course, Leon did beat Barcelona in the final, didn't they? So, you know, <laughs> there's that. You know, they they played really well that day. To be fair, didn't they? they were brilliant actually, Leon, and to, to, to beat Barcelona. So, um, I, I wouldn't want Barcelona again because yeah. we, we got them last year, and we don't want to play them again. And I don't really like them if I'm telling you. So, um, I would rather maybe not get Bar. I mean, I actually wouldn't mind playing Wolfsburg again because Ooh. I feel as though. Last year in the quarterfinal, I thought at the Emirates in the second half we we gave as good as we got against them. We were yes. a better team, and obviously in the away in the away leg we didn't have Leah Walty. I think that made a difference. Beth and, Mead, yeah, and Beth Mead, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I feel as though we yeah we 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 owe them one. Let's put it that way. So I wouldn't mind getting Walt, but I know you don't like Amanda, but then you see that's better, isn't it? Wouldn't it be nice to beat them, knock them out? Wouldn't that be good? Um, so look at it that way, maybe. But yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose if we avoid Barcelona, I think I'll be happy. Leon or Wolfsburg, I wouldn't necessarily mind either of them. They're going to be difficult games anyway. We know that. But, um, you know, yeah, I agree with 
probably got more chance of beating one of those two than we have against Barcelona. Certainly, that would appear to be the case. But um, I mean, Barcelona even stronger now, aren't they, with Lucy Bronze and um, Kira Walsh? Kira Walsh, yeah. So we don't really want to, want to face them, do we? Uh, what about you, Mo? Would you like a group, a pot A, given a choice? Yeah, well, I've, I've strangely enough, I actually well, I agree with Andreas a lot on this show, but yeah, he's like a little. You don't say you can't disagree with him. If you disagree with him, then then <laughs> then it's like uh, then you're like it's all you. It's like you don't have an opinion in a way. But no, I, um, Leon have the, uh, Leon is probably the team that you'd want to. I mean, I wouldn't say the lesser of the three evils. I know Barcelona. Yeah, they've they've this. They agree, they're a team that we'd want to avoid because yeah, even though they've got Potes is out for the season, Potes is out for the season. Hermoso's retired Lika Martins has moved on they're still strengthened really well so uh, mm. they showed last season that there's a gulf in class between the teams so I mean yeah they'll be obviously the teams to avoid as you said we gave Wolfsburg more than a match but <laughs> they look as strong as ever it would be nice to get one of them and um, so we'll see what happens there but I suppose it would be a good test for us to even test ourselves again like we did last year in the group stage with the defending champions and hopefully we'll give a good account of ourselves and um yeah, so I'd say they out those three, they'd probably be the team we'd want. And it, it will be a good learning curve for us going forward, whoever we face. But I mean, yeah. it just goes to show, um, it will just go to show what we have to do in order to be at their level. But I mean, it's just it's part of the excitement going forward and just building experience and, and learning lessons for the team going forward. Yeah, I mean, and, and I suppose a good thing as well is if we did if we did have to face Barcelona or Wolfsburg, at least it would give us a little bit of an idea to see how much we've improved from last year. Yes, absolutely. Um, in those games, you know, particularly if it was Barcelona because they beat us quite easily in both those two games, didn't they? And if we yeah. was to maybe compete with them a little bit better this time, if we got them, then I think that would show the improvements and that would give us a lot of encouragement, I think. And obviously, again, with Wolfsburg, you know, Wolfsburg knocks us out. So if we can get a, a positive result in one out of two games against them, then I think, again, that shows the improvements that we've made, and that would be a good sign. Obviously, Leon, as Andrea said, we've not played them for a while. It'd be a little bit of an unknown in that sense. We've got nothing to, to go on from last season. But, yeah, it would be... Yeah, maybe Leon would be better because we haven't played them. But I kind of want revenge on Wolfsburg, I must admit. At some <laughs> point this season, whether it's in the group stage or later on, I want to play Wolfsburg and beat them and knock them out. And I know Andreas would love that as well. Um, and just because just of last season, I didn't like the way that they played. Obviously, Pot B is um, it's PSG, Bayern or Slavia. I know we don't want Slavia Prague with the fault because we had a good result against him last year. I suppose Andreas wouldn't mind Bayern Munich, though, would you? In, in, out of Pot B? Uh, you can't do a team out of Pot B, can you? We, we, can't, and we can't get any team out of Pot B. I know, we can't get any team out of Pot B. That's our point, yeah. <laughs> Of course it is, yeah. We can't get one out of our own pot, can we? Because that would be five seasons. <laughs> um, so, you know, it would be Pot C, wouldn't it? Sorry, yes, that's Rosengard. Juventus, Real Madrid, or St. Patton. Um, I suppose St. Patton would be quite nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, this would be nice for Bayern Munich because uh, the goalkeeper, Karina Schluter, uh, comes from uh, Bayern. Uh, she was uh, two years at Bayern Munich and uh, at uh, RB Leipzig, and now is in St. Paulton. Uh, I would oh. prefer Rosengard. Uh, but uh, anyway, Rosengard or St. Paulton would be okay. I would like to avoid Real Madrid and Juve. Uh, Juve would be something special because of Joe uh, on, on the bench, no? uh, but um, yes. uh, I see uh, Juve knocked uh, Chelsea out last year, so yeah, this, 
uh, this shows uh, they are a really strong team and, and Real Madrid, uh, yeah, difficult to say because they were in, in the easiest group last season uh, with PSG and the other two teams were really weaker teams. But uh, I saw Sanse, uh, Real Sociedad uh, against Bayern uh, and they were strong but uh, beatable. So, uh, yeah. We should be the better team than the teams in pot uh, three. So, uh, if we can avoid Real and Juve, it would be great. But uh, anyway, we should be able to beat these teams. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be tough, wouldn't it? If we got, say, Barcelona and Juventus, that would be a really tough oh, route, wouldn't it? When you think only two go through. That would be really Wolfsburg tough. Real Madrid. All Wolfsburg and Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I'm not that worried about Real Madrid. I know Real Madrid beat Manchester City, didn't they, in the in the playoffs? But I, I think we could beat Real Madrid. I've got to be honest. I do think we could. Um, I, I think we could beat Juventus as well. But <laughs> it would be that. I think yeah, Barcelona, Bar, Barcelona, Wolfsburg with Juventus. I think one of those two with Juventus would be a really, really that would be the group of death. That wouldn't it? We spoke about that in the Euros. That would be the group of death for me if that was the way it came out. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, uh, in the Emirates, it would be. Uh, great to have the names. Uh, just imagine Barcelona, uh, Real, uh, Barcelona, and then Juventus uh, yeah. fill the Emirates uh, during the week. Uh, but if you have yeah. Wolfsburg or uh, St. Paulton, people won't come on a Wednesday or Thursday to the Emirates. That's the other no. side. Yeah, right? yeah, no, no, yeah. That, that, that's true, actually. But ultimately, I want us to get through. So um, get the easiest <laughs> teams possible, and then we might. It makes it easier to get through. Not, not that we can't beat. Real Madrid or Juventus because I think we can but it's it's obviously a lot more difficult isn't it I, I think I kind of I don't know too much about Simpolton actually so I don't really know um, no. what they're like um, Rosengard would be okay I'd be quite happy to, to play them or, or Simpolton and yeah that would be nice in that group I mean Emma what would you fancy in that one I mean Juventus would be a great game don't get me right the Emirates with Joe and stuff it would be a great game that would be brilliant it, but you know it's, it's a more, more difficult isn't it it's funny, you know, I should talk about a group thing about it because didn't Jonas used to manage Rosengard before he came to Arsenal? So it'll be a bit of a homecoming for him when he goes back there. Ah, that's so, true, yeah. He did. He yeah, was. he did. And also Juventus, with, we just had Lina Hurtig in the summer as well. So she'll be familiar with oh, a few yeah. of them. She yeah, maybe yeah. give us the inside insight on so a few of her former teammates at Juve. So there's a few there's a few little quirks there going if, with whoever we get. But Real Madrid have got a good... They're, they're amongst the really improving teams now. I did I do watch a bit of their um, game sometimes, and uh, there's a player in particular. They sign Caroline Weir. They've got they've got Athenea del Castillo, who's going to be a superstar in the game in the game in the few years to come. So yeah, it would be a difficult game for us. But obviously, the, the that'd be the teams we'd probably want to avoid. But I think we can more than show well, if we can show what we're made of. We can certainly give them a good game over the two legs, even though. Even though they'll be they'll be supposedly difficult places to go, but I think Rosengard will probably be the Austin Poulton would be the team with one out there. But you know, as Andreas was saying, the point what he was making was that yeah, they may may not invite so many spectators to come to the Emirates. So yeah, there's a few things going on in that group with a few quirks, as I said. But I suppose you'd, I suppose you'd want either Rosengard or St. Poulton, but you wouldn't mind either Juve or Madrid. So let's see, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be if it's if it's Juventus and Real Madrid looking at pot A, that would be a tough. It would be a really tough group. But yeah, it would be great night, great, um, great Champions League nights at the Emirates. Those games, wouldn't they? It would be fantastic. But um, and you know, ultimately, in any chance.
what you're there for. You're there to compete with the best, aren't you? And if you can't compete with the best, then you're not going to get very far anyway. So I guess that's how it is, isn't it? But, but yeah, it's going to be tough, probably. But yeah, hopefully, um, if we can avoid Juventus and Real Madrid, it would be would be better for our chances to get through. I don't really doubt about that. And of course, a pot a D or, or pot four is the so-called easier pot, and that's the that's the like the whipping team, if you like, and the beach club. <laughs> but again, you can't take anything for granted. I mean, Benfica, Roma, Zurich, and um, uh, Lasnia, whoever they are, they're, where are they from? Lasnia, do we know? Lasnia, do we know Albania, they're, they're Albanian. Oh, they? okay. Well, we'll have them. Albania. Then, you know. Albania would be a nice place to go, wouldn't it? In, 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 in nice, nice away league. Um, yeah, it'd be funny if we got Zurich actually, wouldn't it? Because the men obviously would drawn against Zurich in the Europa League. It'd be quite strange if the women got drawn against Zurich as well. There's so many quirks as well. Joe yeah. being the former manager of Juve, Jonas Nanjing, Rosengard, Lina now signing from Juve. And now you've got the two Swiss girls going back to Switzerland as well, potentially. So yeah, we see quirks going on there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, again, I suppose, as Andrea said before, and I suppose you're right, we should be confident of beating anyone in that pot, whoever we get, really, shouldn't we? That should yeah. be two wins, shouldn't it? I mean, who would you prefer, though, Andrea? Have you got a preference for that particular pot there? Yeah. I think from, uh, if you just see the names of the Albanian team, I think uh, should be the weakest team in in this uh, pot. And um, maybe we should uh, we should have them to have at least one team against which we, we get uh, six points. But uh, uh, the other side is uh, uh, traveling to Albania is uh, it's not not so easy. It takes time and and the conditions maybe are not the best there. Maybe the pitch right. will be the best. Right. Uh, maybe uh, Zurich could be a, a good solution. I, I don't uh, want uh, Roma. Uh, I think the, the Italian uh, league is developing, and you don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, could be a surprise team, so uh, I would prefer Zurich. And uh, uh, as Amar said, uh, it would be nice for our two Swiss, for Lia and Noel, to travel to Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, that would be fine. And Switzerland's not that far to go either, is it? So it'd be a nice, easy trip and stuff like that. So that could be be quite good. I mean, Benfica wouldn't be too bad, I mean, would it? You know, Benfica is a big, a big name in European football that yeah, could draw a crowd into the Emirates if if it was a game, a game against Benfica potentially. Um, but yeah, we should be too strong for any of those teams. I'm not particularly. I don't particularly have a have a preference in 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 that sense, really, because we should beat them anyway. Um, yeah, Zurich would probably be nice, or, or I wouldn't mind Benfica being honest. I mean, Emma, what would you prefer in that particular group? Benfica showed that they they, they knocked out Rangers, but Rangers, you know, even mm. with the Scottish Scottish, they should they showed plenty of fight. But even the Scottish league isn't as maybe as strong. Not to, not want to be disrespectful, but not as strong as some of the other European leagues we know. But they. Mm. They struggle to get past them, and I think Chelsea has been given them a, a fair beating or couple in the past. So, wouldn't mind them. Roma showed that they're an improving side, or Villasnia. I don't know how what the travel time to Albania is, but as Andreas was saying again, um, the conditions and the uh, and the facilities. Are they might have the right size goals, though. They might not have very good pitch, <laughs> but they have the right size goals in Albania. I bet, I bet you know, they do. Oh, I don't know. That was just comical. <laughs> Oh, that's absolutely comical. They might even have referees with our concussion substitutes. Who knows? But, Who knows? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think for travel purposes, we don't want to be traveling too far. I and mean, we've got to manage the workload. And also, when we've got WSL games with such a packed schedule and Conti Carbon, mm-hmm. you've got to factor all that in. So you don't want to be traveling too much, I suppose. We want to tra- avoid traveling to Albania and get either a trip to either Italy or Switzerland. But at the end of the day, it's just down to, down to the luck of the draw. But, um, 
I mean, if you think about overall, I think the best draw we could possibly get overall would probably be, say, Leon, Rosengard, and Zurich, something like that. Whereas the nightmare draw would be something like, I don't know, Barcelona, Juventus, and I don't know, Roma or something. Oh, not Roma, Benfica. So, I mean, let's wait and see what it turns out. But we all wait midday on Monday with plenty of excitement. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. And, I mean, Terry's actually made a very good point here, which maybe we haven't really thought about too much. He says, I don't think anyone will want to play us by choice. No, and, that, and that's actually a good point. They probably won't, you know. Um, so maybe we're worrying overly about some of the opponents that we might get, but they'll be more worried maybe about us. Yeah, Perhaps Barcelona might not be too much because after last season, but, um, you know, I, I, that's a good point. Maybe we need to worry less about them and let them worry about us because at this moment in time, we're playing well, aren't we? we we're top of the league. We're scoring goals. We look a very balanced team. We've got yeah. a threat. We're solid at the back generally. And, yeah, I think we've got an opportunity to do well. But, yeah, let's, as you as you rightly say, Amar, let's um, see what uh, Monday brings us midday and let's see what... I mean, the good, the good thing is, whatever happens, we've done what we needed to do. We were in the draw. We're there... We're going to be playing these six group games, whoever we happen to have to play. And it's going to be exciting. Three games at the Emirates, as we know, um, and three difficult trips away into Europe, as they all as they all are. Um, and let's hope that, um, you know, it's, it's a nice draw for us and we can we can enjoy the games and hopefully um, progress again into the knockout stages again, which would be nice. And who knows, when you get there, anything's possible, as we saw um, last season. Some of the results in knockout stage were not, didn't exactly always go to the form book, did they? So who knows? Um, but yeah, it's good that we're in it, and I'm looking forward to Monday uh, with a bit of excitement. See who we get, and we'll all be—I'm sure we'll all be watching with uh, with bated breath and looking to see um, who, who we get. So yeah, it's going to be—it's going to be good. Um, obviously, there's no WSL games for two. Why is it two weeks? Do we know why there's no games for two weeks? Is there a reason? Because for that? I think, well, I don't know if it's in general, but my hazard because we're playing USA next Friday and then Czech Republic the following week. Hmm. I don't know if everyone across the board has two international friendlies, but it is a bit odd that there's such an early stage of the season to have yeah. such a long break. But that would probably be my best guess. At least they could uh, play uh, the, the matches from the first. Uh, of, yeah. From the, uh, yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea has already played uh, theirs against West Ham, but the others on yeah. this weekend or on maybe Sunday uh, to. Very, very odd. This weekend is totally free. Uh, mm. uh, the Linus are playing only on next Friday. So if you yeah. to play this weekend, the German Bundesliga has a normal uh, day, uh, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, they are playing. And, and on Friday, uh, the German yeah. national plays against France. So I don't know why uh, the WSL has this, this uh, early break. No, I, I, find it, I find it strange. And what I'll end up happening is... Um, later on in the season, everybody will be moaning, oh, there's too many games, and we, we can't fit all the games in. Well, you've just wasted a week now. You know, and we, waste, well, not, we didn't waste our week, but we had another week taken away from us because of the games getting postponed. So we, we, we had a week there. We've now got another week off quite quickly on top of that one. And I, I, I agree that what they should have done was arranged all of those games. Instead of Chelsea playing the other night and Everton playing last night, they should have put all their money this weekend. Why did they have a... I don't understand what the break's for. It doesn't make any sense. You know, we've only played three things. What do we need a break for? It just it seems crazy. Um, but I, I don't know how I'm baffled by it anyway. So we have actually, we haven't got another WSL game. In fact, maybe with, with Beth's little injury and with Rafa's injury, maybe it hasn't done us too many, uh, you know, too bad for us to have a WSL game this week. Although I'm sure the squad would have been good enough to have beaten Reading if that was who we were playing. 
Um, but yeah, so we, we've got two weeks about a game, which is a little bit frustrating when we're just sort of building up a little bit of momentum. We've had some good results. We, we're starting to get into the season and suddenly we're off for two weeks, which is very, very strange. But anyway, um, we will have to deal with it. I guess all you can do, isn't it? And, and come back in a couple of weeks' time. Hopefully, as, as we said before, everybody mm-hmm. comes back from international fit and healthy, ready to play. Hopefully, yes. okay. I'm sure she will be. Um, Rafa may not be fit anyway, regardless of the international break or not. I think we may have to play with that for a little while. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a little puzzled as, as to why um, that's why that is. Um, Terry says, yeah, will you be talking about the draw on Monday night show as well? <laughs> this weekend. Well, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing a show on Monday night. I was looking back at the Spurs game and looking ahead to, obviously, the Europa, Europa, Europa League um, midweek, of course, for Arsenal men on Thursday. So we'll be looking ahead to that on Monday. Yeah, I mean, we may well talk about the draw as well. Why not? I mean, it's, it's a big, it's an important moment for, for the Arsenal Football Club, isn't it? You know, women are just as much a part of the club as the men. So we'll, we'll definitely talk about that draw as well on, on Monday, which will be good. But yeah. Um, it's going to, I'm not sure we'll beat Spurs 4-1 maybe tomorrow, but anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, I think the uh, you know that's the sort of score that the women would do, and they did indeed. Although, having said that, we have to mention it. We don't want to have to mention it, but we do. Terry got their score right last uh, last weekend for the North London derby. He yes. said 4-0, and he was right. So, well done, Terry. You, you got the score well right. Well done, Terry. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be, I'll... He said 5-1, and it was 4-0, but he had to go different, right? <laughs> No, wasn't that? No, wasn't it? Um, because uh, because <laughs> Beffert scored or something, wasn't it? And he hadn't had her down to score, so you oh, have to be another guy. I can't remember what, what he said there, but anyway, he did get it right. And um, if he gets that right, right tomorrow, four-one as well, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? So that would be that would be great. Actually, we'd all enjoy that. I'm sure if we beat those. Let's four, see. Well, any win I'd take against the squad. Of course, yeah. Any win does in in the North London. We said that last week. A North London derby, any win would do. So to win so comfortably. And I know the women's Spurs team aren't as good as the men's Spurs team. I don't have any doubt about that, but um, it will be a difficult game. But yeah, 4-1, I'll take that. Yeah, it'd be great. Let's hope you're right again, Terry. And if you are, I'm sure you'll come in on Monday and let us know that you were right again. And we'll enjoy that if you are. Um, but no, there isn't a game, which is unfortunate, actually, because I say we just get a little bit of momentum built up. The new season started and we're all excited. And now it's like, oh, there's no game. Yes, the England-America game is going to be exciting. You're going to, aren't you, Emma? The- yeah, I'm going next week. Yeah, it'll be really good. It's a sellout. Yeah, he's a sellout. Yeah, although is there not some sort of train strikes going on? Oh, I don't know. I know it's supposed to be train strikes cancelling the North London derby this this weekend, but uh, I, I don't think that's not happened. I don't know how to check, but yeah. No, I have a quick question for Andreas. Sorry, not to go topic, but how come all the games in Germany are kicking off at one minute past this weekend? Oh, uh, Germany uh, is playing this weekend. Yes. No, no, no. Well, the women's games I noticed are kicking off at one minute past. Is there any reason for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. We, we were asking uh, ourselves yesterday uh, why this is. I said, is this one minute uh, tribute to the Queen or, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, it was a bit struck a bit odd. Like, they think of one minute past the schedule time, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like exactly written on the ticket. Uh, uh, this one minute uh, <laughs> kick off uh, uh, 13.01. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit weird. Oh, it oh. wow! Uh, that is that is very strange, actually, isn't it? What would that, there must be a reason for it. It's got to be something that it, it you know, there's got to be something behind it, hasn't there? Yeah. yeah. But wow. we were asking ourselves yesterday, and nobody uh, had, had an idea. <laughs> we we're all laughing about it. 
Yeah, it, it is a bit of a strange one, isn't it? But no doubt there will be a very a very sensible explanation. I'm sure uh, it will maybe come out over the weekend. We'll see. I mean, I don't think it matters too much, I suppose, if it's a minute after. But anyway, um, it's, it is a bit yeah. strange. Um, Amma, have you got a question for us? Because you said you had a good question, so we're kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, good intro, yeah. Actually, what I'll do, I'll, I'll play a little intro then, because we love a little intro, and then you can give us your fantastic new quiz question. Yes. So, so yeah, my question for the boys this week is: If you took the countries and places of birth of the Arsenal women's squad, which two would which two would have who would have to travel the furthest to see whom? Who would have to travel the furthest? So, right. Going by, sorry, let me just reiterate. Sorry, let me just from where they were born. From where... so, so, going by the countries and places of birth of the of the Arsenal women's squad. Who, which sorry, which two lived the furthest apart? Right. Who, okay. Which two? Which teammates lived the furthest apart, or from the furthest places apart? If you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. Um. Must be the Australians. Yeah, it would be. Whichever one of those two were born the furthest away from. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Frida in Norway. That's a long way to Australia, isn't it? Norway to Australia. But is yes. it further than, say, England to Australia? Is it further than... Um, that's for you to work out, yeah. <laughs> that's quite interesting, actually. Um, yeah, which two teammates? Norway's probably closer. Uh, and, and Caitlin, or Steph. Sorry? Japan, Australia. No, Japan's a lot closer to Australia than you think, Andrew. Yeah, I think Japan would be a lot closer to Australia than England, for example, wouldn't it? Yeah, so which two teammates lived the furthest, uh, or did not live the furthest, so I would have to travel the furthest to see one another, or something like that, yeah. I just um, didn't get that question at all properly, but... <laughs> No, I get. I answer what you mean. From when they when when they were when they were born, which two lived the fur, were born the furthest apart? Yeah, no, yeah, I get what you mean. Apart, yeah, sorry, I, yeah. Get, I, get, I get what you mean. It's just trying to work it out geographically. Yeah, which comes. I mean, obviously, it's it's obviously um, it's either Steph or Caitlin is one of them because the, the Australians, and it's going to be which is the furthest other place from Australia from where one of them were born. That's that's what we've got to try and work out. Correct. Which, yes. Which place Correct. in Australia they were born? That's that's perhaps the other side to it as well, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think actually. Um, yeah, I don't think it is Frida because I think Norway is closer to Australia than what the UK is, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm ruling Frida out. Well, it's further north, isn't it? I suppose so. It's probably maybe further that way. It's maybe not as far. It's maybe not as far west. It's just it might be further north. That's the other thing, though, isn't it? Um, England is far from Australia. Then Scotland is far. So it could be Jen. Uh, yeah, but you see, I, I think if it, I think Norway would be further than Scotland away from Australia because it's further north, isn't it? But then it's it's also further east, so it may be closer in that distance. Um, oh, this is tricky, man. Um, it's definitely not 
any ones that were sort of in Central Europe, say it won't be Switzerland because obviously the UK is further away than that. Scotland, this is Scotland. Where was Jen Beat? Where, where in Scotland was Jen Beatty born? Or, or Kim Little? Um, uh, what about Kaylin or or goalkeeper? Oh, America, yeah. She was born in the USA, probably. But where, where in the USA? I don't know. Well, just okay. just the big country, I suppose. I suppose, yeah, I said play her places, yeah. Go on then. <laughs> um, America. Is America further from Australia than we are? Mm, that's the work out. Mm -hmm. A long, it's a long way from America to Australia, but it's a long way from England to Australia as well. Well, you've gone off again. Oh, that's fine, yeah. Um, um, oh, there's a good shout there from Redanda, Rafa, and... Who's who? Uh, who's in you? <laughs> it was on me. Uh, American goalkeeper and Caitlin. Is America further away from Australia than in the UK? That that's my kind of question. Rafa's quite a good shout actually, because obviously Brazil. I think mm. I, I think that's a great shout. I think Rafa. I, I I've got a feeling it might well be Rafa and Caitlin. Or who's in the war? Because it's Brazil. Oh my god! I need I need to look at an atlas. But I haven't got one. <laughs> see, I, I see. Rafa's a, Rafa's a good shout, you know. Because obviously, that, mind you, know that's South America, isn't it? So because Australia mm -hmm. is sort of south in the, in the in the same kind of southern hemisphere, aren't they? So maybe not. Actually, when I think about it, do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm I'm going to have my final guess, right? And I'm just going to put it out there. My final guess is Steph Catley and Frieda Marnham. Oh, Steph Catley and Frieda Marnham. Well, what about you, Andreas? Uh, I thought it's Caitlin and um, Kaylin, the, the US goalkeeper. But my last thought is. But what if we are wrong with Caitlin or Steph and it's not Australia? I know it could be Brazil, it could be Brazil and Norway, couldn't it? Maybe they're further apart. Brazil and Norway. Yeah, Brazil and Norway. They're, they're not very close together, are they? No, true, true. That's a good point. What about uh, oh, Majan has gone there, uh, Rafa and obviously Iwabochi. Brazil then. Oh, yeah, I they wouldn't be that, that far right. apart, would they? I mean, obviously, uh, they're far apart, but not as far apart as Australia would be. Where's Manor from? Actually, I have to look this up. I can't even, I didn't even capture that in. I just I completely forgot about Manor. You know that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Japan, you, you, you'd have to. You, Japan is kind of halfway between America and Australia, isn't it? So it's not going to be 
that's not going to be the furthest distance, is it? Unless you went the wrong way around and went all the way around the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's closer. Is it? Japan's closer to Australia, isn't it, than America is? Because it's going that way, isn't it? I think. Mm, so, shit. you know, I think I might have actually got this wrong. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, I think I might have got this wrong. No, I, I don't think you have. I, I don't think it can be Japan and, and Australia, can it? Or, or Japan and Brazil. Oh, you see, anyway, I've, I, you're both. So there's just. So you're going with you're going with Steph. You said Steph and um, and Frida. Frida, what are you saying, Andrea? Yeah, I said Caitlin and Caitlin. Uh, you see, actually, uh, the, from Brazil to Australia, the flight time actually is about thirty-four hours. Is it? So yeah, so you have to go all the way around. So in fact. Caitlin's from a place called Shell Harbour City, which is in New South Wales. But if you go further east to Melbourne, where Steph Catley lives, that's slightly further southeast. So the actual answer in reality, I think, if I'm is, is Rafa and Steph. Is it? Yeah, because I think it takes about 34 hours to, to, to fly from where she lives in Salford or in the north Brazil to southeastern Australia. Wow. Um, that's, that's quality, that. I mean, you know, wow. That's uh, see. I, I would have thought like even the UK would have been further away from Australia and South America, but obviously not because it's yeah. It's only, it's only twenty-two hours, isn't it, from um, from Heathrow to Australia, isn't it? Something like yeah, that, twenty-two it? hours. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So because I've got a cousin who lives in New South Wales. Um, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. I, I didn't know that. That's you know maybe maybe the plane to fly the other way would it not be quicker if it went the other way around? Yeah. No. Maybe it's yeah. But then I just looked up as well. Actually, Japan, Japan to Brazil is thirty-four hours. So I don't even know what. I, that's what confused me. says that Japan is further north. Yeah, it probably is further north. Yeah, but I, I thought it was. It's in between, isn't it? But I suppose it. I don't know. Is that what a flight time is from Japan to Brazil? Japan to Brazil is saying thirty-three hours. So maybe I actually got it wrong. It's actually Manor and it's Manor and Rafa. Wow. Okay. To say the man and Rafa or man and, and Stefan Rafa, but I'm oh, sorry, that was, uh, sorry about the confusion there, gents. But yeah, no, he did pretty well, I would say. That's that's that is that is an interesting question actually because you, you know you, you don't often think the how, how far away certain places are from certain others unless you're going there yourself and you're looking at the flight time. You don't really think too much, do you? I mean, no. who, who, who would know how far it gets? is from japan to brazil on a flight who would know that unless you've done that route yourself or you've looked into going that way you wouldn't know would you because most people wouldn't no, take that route. so it's, it's an interesting question yeah but yeah, yeah i mean it's either way it's yeah you know, it's a long way away isn't it 34 33 hours on a plane is a long is a long <laughs> way to fly isn't it it's not something i would fancy you too often i'm not really sure no scotland um, scotland norway usa is about 24 26 27 hours but yeah japan and brazil yeah. longer. <laughs> wow well, yeah. there you, go. you learn something new every day, they say, and I've certainly learned something new today about world geography, which is nice, oh, there you go, then. There you um, go. And, and flight times and stuff like that, which which is always good. Uh, obviously, Andreas, a little bit uh, a little bit further than you coming to London, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's one hour forty. It's <laughs> about yeah, twenty-two. You, you could fly. You could fly to London and back about twenty times in the same time it would take to go from from Rafa's house to uh, to Manu's house. That'd be good. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Uh, do you know whether Matildas um, uh, are doing their next two home matches? The Australian national team? No. Huh? Huh? The next two home matches are in London at King's Meadow. What? Are they? 
Yeah, yeah. They're doing two really? friends in King's Meadow. Uh, I read this in a post oh, wow. uh, from from Sam Kerr, I think. That she she wow. uh, is playing her home matches, not in, in her home country, but in her home stadium. And of course, it would be easier for Stefan and Caitlin as well just to yeah. travel to King's Meadow than to travel to Australia and back. So that's even better from our point yeah. of view as well, isn't it? So I'm, I'm happy about that, actually. In fact, yeah. I'd be quite happy if they played all their home games in London. That'd be quite nice. It'd save them, <laughs> save them getting jet lagged and stuff like that, wouldn't it, from the game? So, um, but yeah, I did. That's that's amazing. What is there any particular reason why they're playing there? Is there some sort of sponsorship deal going on? Or I don't know. Uh, as I said, I only read this in the post from uh, Sam Kerr that she said, "Oh, I'd play. I'm playing at home with the Matildas at home at King's Meadow." <laughs> wow, that's 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 great. That I didn't, didn't realize that was out no, into the actually, yeah. No, if you did direct flight, sorry, I should have looked at direct flights, but there's a direct flight which takes about 21 hours from Japan to Brazil, so maybe that's slightly less than Brazil to Australia. But yeah, there you right. go. We'll go, we'll go with reference and Steph. Then we'll go with I think two. so. I think so. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. But Jandra says that Japan's in the North Pacific, yeah, it, it is, but I don't know where that is in relation to Australia, really, other than obviously quite a long way away. But I would assume it was in between America you and Australia. Direct, you can't fly direct from Brazil to Australia, so it takes longer. Yeah, that's right. Where would you have to change it? Singapore or somewhere? Oh, good question. Um, I think uh, looking this up. I'll come back to you on that. I'll come back to you on that. <laughs> you probably you probably swap over to Japan. Maybe that'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, let's that, say, would it that would give it away. Well, you could, well, I mean, you could Sao Paulo. This you could throw from Sao Paulo, but. I don't know, the longest direct flights are like 25, 26 hours, but yeah, too long. Too long. Too long. Yeah, I agree, too long, yeah. No one wants to go there, do they? So it's just as well no one has to, really, because I wouldn't fancy that. But uh, it, took, it took me four hours driving back from Wales today. That was that was long enough. I wouldn't fancy Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask you, was that good? No, well, it was good, yeah. I mean, it was quite relaxing. Um, we, we sort of chilled out for a bit, had a few walks and whatever. Yeah, it was good, yeah, it was good fun and nice to get away for a few days and do something different be off work and whatever it's quite nice so we enjoy i didn't want to come home actually really but um you know life life has to carry on you can't stand holiday forever can you unfortunately but it was it was good the weather was a bit hit and miss a lot of rain um bit of sunshine we had a, say a good few walks it was nice um, yeah but yeah unfortunately back to real life now and back to work on monday which is a which is a shame but anyway uh, it, was, it, it was good fun um so uh, yeah so that's another uh, Friday back on our friday weekly friday a friday shot <laughs> isn't it it's what we you know we, we've been wanting to be back on a friday we finally managed to sort it out and get it done um and just as we do that as we said there's no games for two weeks so we won't we won't do a show next friday obviously apart from anything else it is the england game against america which we'll be watching so we won't do a show next friday anyway um but we will be back the week after of course um to look ahead to the um we'll talk about the champions league draw we can look ahead to the reading game as well um and all that kind of stuff that's going on um when the wsl kicks back in again which will be nice so we'll have a week off on the next week obviously and we'll watch the england game and i'm sure we'll enjoy that i mean i will enjoy it actually being there that'll be great yeah, to see the uh, the lionesses the champions the european champions against the world champions it's like the the international version of community shield which is good so um let's hope that obviously england can win we, we always like beating america if we can so it'd be nice to, to win that game uh, and then i say we can then look forward to the wsl returning which we'll all enjoy i'm sure looking forward to that reading game and see what the champions league draw brings us exciting stuff let's hope that it isn't 
it is on Barca and Juventus for let's hope we avoid that or Wolfsburg <laughs> and Juventus. Let's hope it's a little bit better, a little bit kinder to us. Um and we can enjoy enjoy that as well. So yeah, we won't be here next um next Friday, but we will be back the week after. Um, we will be covering that England game. I'll do a watch along on the channel, actually, of that England versus America game, because that's going to be really, really good. Um, of course, tomorrow, there's a little game being played um, at the Emirates. It's the second North London derby on consecutive Saturdays, which is uh, which is yeah. probably the first one that's ever happened ever in history. So um, it's going to be good tomorrow, of course, Arsenal against Tottenham. So I'll be doing a watch along of that game. I'll go live about 20 past 12, half past 12 kickoff. So please join me for that if you can. Um, and then, of course, Monday, as Terry mentioned before, we'll be back on Monday. The Arsenal review, we've had a couple of weeks off. There's not been a lot going on. And so we're going to be back on Monday, look back on the Tottenham game, look ahead to the European game, obviously next week's game against Liverpool as well. So lots. Uh, no, actually, no, Liverpool's a week after, isn't it? Um, I think. Yeah, it? Liverpool's, no, next no, Liverpool's a week after. Next week, isn't it? Yeah, Liverpool's next week. And then, yeah. So then it's Leeds a week after. Yeah. So we look, we're looking ahead to all of that as well. That's on Monday, eight o'clock. So. We'll have the panel in for that game. That's going to uh, for that show. That's going to be really good. And of course, it is Europa League week as well. So we'll be doing a watch along on Thursday of that game. So we'll have to move the Arsenal social shall be on Tuesday. Social extra with Adam and Steve that'll be on Tuesday this week. And on Wednesday at five o'clock, we have got a very special guest joining us live on the show. It is former Arsenal midfield player Paul Davis is coming on to oh, wow. have a little chat about his book that he's just released and his career at Arsenal what he's up to now, all that kind of stuff. Brilliant to have him on. One of my very, very first Arsenal heroes he was in the 80s. So uh, looking forward to that. That's at five o'clock on Wednesday as well. So that's coming up this week. So that's going to be really, really good. So please put that in your diary and join us for that. But I say before that, of course, it's the big one tomorrow, North London Derby, the second one in a row. It's going to be, can we beat him 4-0 two weeks in a row? That would be, a, that would be his <laughs> And Terry would be right. Well, if it's 4-1, Terry would be right. No doubt they'll get a penalty. That'll be their go, I expect um, so please join us for that. I say about 20 past 12, we'll go live ahead of that game. Um, anyway, well, that's all to come. In the meantime, of course, Andreas, thank you very much for joining us again. Have you enjoyed being back on a Friday night? Where we're, we should be on a Friday, shouldn't we? To usher in the weekend. This is uh, our regular date. And it's, it's the start <laughs> of the weekend. Uh, yeah, that, that's good. And I, I really enjoyed the show and uh, looking forward to what's coming. Uh, when we um, do our next show, we can not only look on the Reading match, but also on the first uh, match of the group stage. Correct. Yes, that's just three days off. That's right. Oh, of course, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it will be, won't it? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, lo lots of exciting stuff coming up. And there's going to be so many games to fit. I don't know how I'm going to get them all, all fitted in on the channel, actually. There's so much going on. We've, you know, Now, with two teams in Europe this season, it makes it even more difficult. To fit everybody in, doesn't it? But anyway, we, we, I'm sure we'll do it. Uh, Terry says, a great show again, Richard Amar and the Giraffe. Have a great <laughs> and the chat. Yeah, indeed, you have a good weekend, Terry, as well. Obviously, we'll have a good weekend. If Well, I think that the how good our weekend's going to be is going to be dependent on the result tomorrow lunchtime, isn't it? Let's be honest. But I'm sure we're all confident we're, we're going to win. So it will be a great weekend. Everyone will enjoy it. Uh, Amar, as well, thank you very much for uh, joining us again tonight. Good to see you back again on the Friday show. Are you uh, Did you enjoy it? Looking forward to yeah, it. Um, obviously, going to watch England next week. That's going to be good, isn't it? Yeah, thanks for having me. It'll be good to have the Premier League back off international break. So we'll have yeah. something to keep us, in, keep us going until the women play again in two weeks' time. Big one tomorrow. I hope we get a good result. And uh, take it, take in the and uh, busy month in general ahead before the players, before we start thinking of it. We look forward to uh, Qatar in uh, just a few weeks' time, so um, it's not look too yeah. far ahead. But yeah, no, thanks for having me again, and yeah, I look forward to uh, next week, which will be great at Salah Wembley. I've never been to see 
USA Live. So yeah, yeah, that'll be great. That is what a great game that's going to be. Yeah, and I might do a vlog. I might do a vlog. Let's see. I think about it. Yeah, do a vlog. Well, that'd be fantastic. You got to do that. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, I should. I should. And yeah, definitely. Whenever we meet again, look forward to that. So yeah, thanks for having me again. No, no problem at all. And of course, to Matt as well, he was on a bit early. He's, he's so busy tonight, he, but he, he gave up a little bit of time he had left to come on and spend some time with us tonight, which was great. So thanks to Matt as well. Um, we will, I say, I'll see you tomorrow for the watch along. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a tense one. It's going to be a good one, I'm sure. We'll all enjoy that, hopefully. And then, of course, Monday for the uh, for the review show, um, and loads and loads of great stuff coming up. So please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please give this a like. And uh, Terry says, uh, "Night to Rich's little pretend friend." Well, the little pretend friend will be—he'll be real soon too. Don't worry; he, he will be making an appearance. I'm sure he will. <laughs> he, he keeps threatening to come on, and he, he can't ever make it. So he, he is real. He is real. We've, we've spoken to him, so he's definitely real, and he will be on. And I'm sure he'll say hello to you every night, um, but just not tonight um, or last week or the week before. But he will be on, so don't worry. Um, so yes, he's, he is he is real. But yeah, so thanks everyone for watching. Please uh, join us tomorrow for the watch along. Uh, 20 past 12 will be live that is going to be exciting and great and then of course um we'll see our at wembley of course on friday for um for the england game and we'll be here on thursday for the euro europa league as well loads and loads of great stuff i mean it's just non-stop at the minute isn't it we've got so many things going on it's great stuff but yeah so obviously thanks to andreas for tonight and to and to amar and matt as well earlier um, we will see you tomorrow for the big one. In the meantime, of course, as always, come on, you gunners. Top of the league, men and women. It's great times. Great times to be after. <laughs> it's a great time. Here. Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it while we can. Really see you later, guys. Take it easy. Thanks a lot, everyone. Preach you soon. Bye. Bye.